Let's get ready to rumble! What is going on, world? We are the Halftime Subs. We are coming off the bench, coming into the game, and coming into your sports lives. You can hear us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, and hit us up on social media, at Halftime Subs, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Curtis, how you doing today, sir? What's up, Brett? You know, just uh, ready to attack what we got going on. You know, it's been a crazy day. I'm just ready to talk about some sports, bro. You know what? Speaking of attacks, uh, I guess we... I do just want to say this to the men and women who lost their lives today. Uh, the 12 American soldiers uh, that lost their lives over uh, at the Cabal Airport. Uh, our condolences are to you and your families. Uh, that's awful. I don't even real feel comfortable talking about it, you know? Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't feel right, especially when uh, like my best friends are in the in the military so when I see stuff like this it kind of it, it gives me like a, a wrong rub again I guess yeah it, it rubs me the wrong way and it it, it kind of lingers for the rest of the day it does so we are uh, we're very heartfelt about this and we just we'd like to say that uh, to the families if you are to ever hear this um, so we, we love y'all <laughs> yeah for sure like, we I, love y'all all I the men the military yep all the sure. men and women who serve this country y'all do something so much more than we could ever imagine well for sure for sure my, listen the homie gun jumps out of planes like yeah. he, he he jumps out of planes he gets all love for me yep so guys uh you know thank a military member today uh and to the people who did this like president biden did say we will hunt you down on your ass. Yeah, we on that ass. So, uh, you know, let's let's get it together, guys. Come together. Stuff like this uh, should hit everybody. And uh, let's just show love to uh, people in our lives and especially, you know, say thanks to a military member. So, you know, you never know when something crazy like that can happen because there's crazy motherfuckers all over the place these days. For sure. For sure. Now, on to what we got going on tonight. Yes. We are going to be going over the <laughs> NFC West, the AFC West. I feel like when we say the AFC West, what we really mean is how many games the Kansas City Chiefs will win the division by. I feel like it's really the only conversation to have. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I ain't giving up on the Chargers. I think the Chargers could do something. They could. They could go 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Throwing heat right away. Wow. Just, just come out the gates with it. Um, quick reminder, tomorrow we do have a special guest coming on. Uh, we are very excited to have him. We're going to take a break from some of the NFL talk and really kind of just go into all kinds of different sports topics. Yeah. Um, so we're very much looking forward to that. Um, we can't wait to introduce you to him. Um, he might end up being a little bit regular guest on the show anyways. So uh, we're very excited to have you, sir. <laughs> my guy. Shout out to my guy. Yep. So we're ready for you, buddy. Um, now, as for a few topics that I do want to hit just before we get going, did you see the kid... The, the wire kid or whatever struck out like a like struck out another however many I guess yesterday oh he or was it the day before there's more yes there's more he's like a hundred innings hundred innings in and like oh he's gosh. breaking just every mental thing you can do the kid is going nuts I'm so impressed by this kid I what, think his last name is where what type of pep talk does your coach have to give you to continue a hot streak like this. Like, 
Did they offer him Pizza Hut every time we win? Like, what honestly could they have said to him to be like, yo, if you go out there and kill, we're going to give you $50. Uh-huh. Like, it, they had, there's something on the line here for him. Like, that's that's a kid that loves the sport. That is. It's crazy. The other thing I wanted to hit on is uh, golf, because we obviously don't talk golf a lot. I mean, yo, J.R. Smith got... Uh, he got granted his eligibility from the NCAA mm-hmm. to go back to school and join the uh, North Carolina A&T uh, golf team. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking Really cool. what I was going to go in was uh, Brooks Kapka and Bryson DeChambeau decided they're going to halt their little riff they had going on. I'm going to be honest, I was really hoping this turns into like one of those like Beefs. world star <laughs> slash thriller boxing matches because they're both huge, you know, they're both very big guys. <laughs> And I was just waiting for someone to talk, say a mama joke and then it'd be on at a golf course. Would that not be the greatest shit ever? Speaking of mama Like, jokes. real life Happy Gilmore. Oh like, where he's God. fighting listen, Bob Barker. Listen, he's like, the price listen. is wrong, bitch. Get smacked with a golf club. Dude, that would be the greatest shit ever to happen to golf. Speaking of mama's jokes, uh, somebody from the yes. Paul the, the Paul group, you know, the Paul crew, uh, has lost their fucking mind. Yeah, says something about the wrong person's mother. Uh-huh. Tyron's going to go in there and fucking go bananas. He's going to turn into a, the Tasmanian devil. Now, we are going to go into that fight some tomorrow's episode. Yeah, but I yeah, will just start I, with this. But th- that Tyron was just Woodley, a lot. <laughs> Tyron Woodley has a fucking bomb attached to his right arm. He has a huge right hand. And if that catches that kid... It's going to detonate his whole yo, life. that fucking kid's in trouble. Now, I don't know much about the Paul kids. I've been watching some videos now on Logan. Um, they get money. I can that, yeah, that. I mean, they I get, get that. Like, They're pretty cool. My sister my sister used to watch them a lot. That's cool on the Disney Channel. But uh, <laughs> Ty- Tyron Woodley is not a Disney Channel guy. He's not, And Ben Askren, you know, he's a wrestler. That dude doesn't know how to throw a punch. Uh, the, he fought Nate Robinson. He fought a basketball player. He fought some other kid I've never heard of. Like Tyron Woodley in that? <laughs> no, he's not. Tyron he's, Woodley's not that. He, he had gold around his waist. Yeah. Like, so now, does is he trained in boxing like Logan is? I don't know if I can say that just because you know Logan's been training now for what two plus years straight, and yeah, Tyron, they, they take that shit seriously. Yeah, you could tell. And Tyron, you know, he's been training MMA most his whole life. Um, however, when it comes to landing a punch and creating an angle, he knows how to do that. For sure. And it only takes one time. And then all <laughs> and I, you got to do is leave yourself open one time yeah, to get one smacked by that big-ass arm he has. Anyways, just so we're all clear on this show, we are back in Tyron Woodley. Um, yeah, not for sure. Ba- not backing off of that. If I hurt someone's feelings, I am not sorry. That's, That's just where guy. we're at. <laughs> now, on to other smackdowns that are going to happen. Let's go ahead and go right into the NFC West. And the NFC West is going to be fun. You have a lot of big-time quarterbacks. You have a young big-time quarterback in Kyler Murray who is just rapidly rising up of everybody's fantasy draft boards. Understand, uh, understandably. Duh, understandably. three wide receivers. A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. You got Fitzgerald still. Like, well, I don't know if he's going to play, though. I don't need yeah, him. Don't but play. He, he's still out there. Yeah. That's to me, is still enough. So, uh, and I got J.J. Watt on that side. I guess we're just going to go straight with the Arizona and a card. Right, cool. they, they got James Conner as a running back, too. <laughs> That's right. So they brought in James Conner to give him a pass-catching option out of the backfield. Um, the team made a a pretty decent jump last year and looked pretty good. Um, they got their McDreamy head coach. They yeah. got their superstar quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and this team could be ready to do something. Now, I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. I'm not saying they're the best team in the division. That team, though, has the potential to be extremely good. For sure. I, everybody in this actual division, I feel like everybody's kind of equal right now. Like, right. The, the Niners, they still got a lot of shit to, like, you know, be like, hey, don't forget about us. Like, yeah, we were hurt last year, and we dropped a couple key games, but we're back. I feel like they got something to prove. Mm. I feel like Russ and, and the Seattle, the 12th man, you know, they, they have something to prove. Uh, the Rams, I feel like everybody's overlooking the Rams. I feel like the Rams, the Rams are, are actually going to do something. but I don't think they're getting overlooked, and we'll go into them here in a second. I'll give you my idea of why they're getting overlooked a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the same reason they're getting overlooked is the same reason they could be good. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Cardinals go, 2021 could look could look pretty good for them. Um, you know, they're coming off back-to-back more productive campaigns. Kyler Murray's looked good. He's looked better in each year. So uh, this last year he threw for 3,971 yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 picks. He also rushed for 819 yards. So, yo, I mean, I was on the get-down boogie. Dude, he played against the Bills. I watched that game. Yeah. It was fucking wild. One of those touchdowns is a Hail Mary. Yeah, and he's got weapons everywhere. I literally just, like, my face dropped when I saw DeAndre Hopkins Mm -hmm. moss our entire secondary and score a touchdown and win a game. That was fucking wild. And the Chase Edmonds kid they got, he's not that bad either. So him and James Conner actually wouldn't be... That's not, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best by any means, but it's actually not really that bad of a one-two punch coming out of the backfield. So, um, and the Edmund kid, so he actually, uh, he made 60 attempts last year for 303 yards. He actually averaged 8.8 yards a carry in 2019 and then 7.6 yards per carry last year. So that's fucking legit. 7.6. Yes. A touch. Okay. Right, yeah, now the thing is, they didn't use him a lot because they sling the ball over the lot. Yeah, you just once you once you get your your line up and everything else falls right into right into order. Yeah, and then now you go to the other side of it though, and that defense is uh, defense ain't looking too bad. Now JJ Watt, he's in Arizona. He's not the JJ Watt of old. No, he's obviously not the TJ Watt, but they he literally, is still a very good player. I felt like when they got JJ, they thought he was going to compliment Chandler Jones mm-hmm. on the other side, but yeah. he turned around and did a trade request. So now we just got to see how that plays out. You know what? That is kind of weird though, because he finally has someone to go on the someone opposite side on the of him, side. and the Cardinals actually look like they could do something. I'm not saying they make again, not saying they make the playoffs. I'm just saying they look like they could do something. Yeah. And uh, he just ups no one player and then and gets a trade request. Yeah, it's, so that's kind of kind of it's weird, to me. but you know that's I mean that's it's something deeper than that, something that we don't know. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say after looking at their schedule a little bit, I would not be shocked. I feel like the absolute floor for this team is eight wins. The ceiling to me though is they're better than we think, and they push that 10-11 wins. Oh, that's literally everybody in this division right now. It really is. This this might be the the division like we said with the AFC North. Mm-hmm. This might be the one where everybody's a game or two away from each other. Yeah. And they still got to play each other at the end of the year, and that's where it's going. You know, find the difference of who's stronger than who and who can last longer. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, moving on from the Cardinals, go right on into the Seahawks. The Seahawks need to let Russ cook, and that's it. And Just let, let him cook. Let him not get Just, hit. Yeah, but you let him cook, he, he that means he's not going to get hit as much, maybe. I hope. I hope. That poor boy needs some help, man. Listen, him and DK got me mad points on my fantasy last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. I tore the entire fantasy league upside down. I, man, I, I think so I... So what happened in basketball then? Because you took it balls deep, bitch. We're talking about a whole nother sport, though. Doesn't we're, matter. We're talking about football. Just so we're all clear. If you see balls deep in your fantasy, he's right here. And by the end of the year, y'all all be calling him daddy. <laughs> I still call you Brett. So <laughs> it's Daddy Brett to you. Yeah. <laughs> so off season for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson said, "You know what? I want to get out." The flip side is, is he didn't go full Aaron Rodgers. He didn't cry. Didn't need a diaper change. He acted like an adult, which a real quarterback does. And he's like, "You know what? I just I really want us to be better." That's really what it boils down to. Is yeah. he wants the team to be better. And I get that. I feel like he did that the right way. Did he talk a little shit say he's open to leaving? Yes. But did he come out and start trying to, oh, well, this guy is this, and this person's this, and this coach is this, and they didn't let me do this. No, you, <laughs> did, you didn't act like a bitch. You were a man, and I love me some Russell Wilson. He's an adult. That's a grown-up quarterback who's gonna, who can do grown-up things in the NFL. I like Russ. I do, too. I love his wife. Who's his wife? Sierra. Sierra! Yes, yes, for sure. That Speaking is, of Sierra, I got taught a a social fact today, or like a celebrity fact today. Oh God, here you go. You know what about it? Like yeah, it's I, not I Kyle Jenner, it's Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Yes, I learned that today. For all you people who don't know, it is not Kyle Jenner, it is Kylie Jenner. They know. I you don't yeah, know. I did. I'm just who saying. doesn't know? There might be someone on here who doesn't look, bro. We're listened to in six countries. Okay, you can't bad, tell me there's not somebody. He was I mean, like, you know what? I agree with the fat guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who the fuck that is either. Jesus Lord. I'm just saying. Jesus. So, I knew who Sierra was, though. Everybody knows I that. Because <laughs> her beat is automatic. <laughs> Something about Funky Fresh. I don't oh, know my God. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> I don't remember it no more. Nonetheless, let's keep it on the rails tonight because I don't want to go off the rails again. <laughs> Um, but no, I do. I, Russell Wilson, like, it's weird because he basically had two seasons last year. He had the beginning of the season where he looked like legit runaway MVP candidate. Yeah, I was had, scared. Had the end of the year looking like he's just, you know, an average quarterback. Yeah, trust me. I Come on now. I, we play against teams that I still thought, like, oh, no, this is the Legion of Boom Seattle. Like, I still see them as... That Seattle. Yeah, but they're not that Seattle. They're not. They're not even close. So when I seen the Bills playing last year and I saw Russ come and I'm like, okay, all right, let's see what Russ is going to do. And then, you know, I blink my eye and I'm in a restaurant, you know, with, with my gang and we're eating, you know, we're eating lunch. And I look at the TV and we're, we're up like 22-0. I'm like, okay, Nah, like I can't get too excited because I know how Russ maneuvers. Mm -hmm. He will find a way to come back. He will find a way to get back in charge. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, this isn't the Seattle that I thought I was going to be dealing with. Nope. However, he still threw for 4,200 yards, 40 touchdowns, only 13 interceptions. And he ran for 513 yards as well. So that's a fucking really good season. The problem is, is they have... 
outside of Metcalf and Lockett, they don't have much no. for him to get the ball to. The tight end position is questionable at best. The offensive line it depends on the game if they want to play or not. You know, running backs are okay. Nothing that you really want to write home about. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see what they could do. You know, they have obviously got Jamal Adams, you know, anchoring the defense. That's a pretty good fucking anchor. But when I look at that team, that plays linebacker, he's really all is. over the fucking place. I saw, I saw the wildest stat ever, and I'm probably not gonna remember it, but I will bring it up next pod because it is a really wild ass stat about Jamal Adams. Really? No, it's just again, Seattle is a team like we talked about last night with Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. How they can either. If someone tells you they won 10 or 11 games, you're like, yeah, I can see that. And then you reverse that and go, oh, they won seven games. You're like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because if things don't fall perfectly in place for them, they could be in trouble. Now, again, you have a legit MVP contender in Russell Wilson as your quarterback, so that'll always get you somewhere. But they're going to have to score a lot of points, a lot of games, and that's hard to do. And fast. Yeah, they're going to have to. There's going to be teams that are already going to jump on them mm-hmm. straight out the gate. Yep. If you if you literally, if your whole offense, you know, gets a bad start at every game, mm-hmm. you're down 14-0. Yeah. So, and then when I look at their division, and I look at it and go, yeah, I can go 500 division. Like, I don't look at any of those games and go, yeah, I could sweep them. Yeah, I could see them winning both games. I don't see that with any team with them. So that's why for me, I'm looking at Seattle as like an eight-win team. And best case scenario, a nine to ten win team. Like that's the best I see their season. What do you think? I'm. Mm, I can give them 10, 10, 10, 10 11. Now that like the ceiling, or is that the, that's the best case scenario. Uh, I'm going best case. I'm going. I'm going best case because I. I. So feel, what if it's not the best case scenario? What are you thinking? If it's not, uh, if it's not best case, I can give them. 12, that's the highest I'll go. 12 is the highest you go? No, like, yeah. what's the worst case scenario, though? You think 10 is the worst case scenario? Nah, 8 or 9. 8 or 9. 8 or 9, because it'll, it'll be something that'll happen where they might lose it on the last second, mm-hmm. or they just might straight up flop that game. We right. never know, but the highest I'll go is probably 12, 13 for them, and mm-hmm. the lowest I'll go is maybe 8 or 9. Okay. All right, now on to the team to me that I can't decide if this team is a legit contender in the NFC or if they're a legit pretender in the NFC, and that would be the San Francisco 49ers. I am so torn on them. Well, either way, their quarterback is either going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, and both of them are fucking great. It's like you can see the future. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying sarcasm is real tonight Either or Like Regardless Those two dudes Are fucking wild Like I really can't decide If San Francisco Is going to be that team That is buried By week 8 Or Week 8 comes around And you're going Damn that team's golden Right there Because um, Garoppolo Healthy Has shown that he can play And George Kittle it. Is going to have his back Yeah So like that. That's pretty good And you can just you can see it. The flip side is you can also see where if he's not on his game, team falls apart, mm-hmm. and then they turn to the rookie, 
And then we're sitting here going, okay, this kid better have it because we just sold the farm to get Trey. Like, that, he better fucking have it because they sold oh. the farm to get him. Oh, he has it. I think he does. See, the thing with Trey is, is you can tell that he has it. Like, he has the ability to do it. Um, it's going to be bringing it together. Mm-hmm. I like, feel like he's not that showboat player either. Um, but uh, I just I can't decide if it. I would not start him. I would go Garoppolo, which I think yeah, the Niners yeah, are going sure. Garoppolo. Um, they just haven't said it, but yeah, but they are. They're going to yeah. go Garoppolo. Um, and the reason I say that is because while he's been healthy, he's been good. Yeah, it's just when he's not healthy, which is a lot, he is fuck awful, or he's not available. It's it's like either or. Yeah, that is true. So, however, that team has a lot of players. You know, speaking of George Kittle, that dude is a freak. Yeah, you know, he's special, dude. So he's got a ton of weapons around him. He really does. Um, I love Debo Samuel. I think he's a stud. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I really think he's going to end up being a stud. Um, then you have George Kittle to take some pressure off of him. They have a good offensive line. They got a good defense. There's no reason this team does not win 11 games. Listen, and then I year, argue that same point and go, there is no way this team wins 11 games. Listen, that that whole team, listen, they. I don't know what nightmare shit that they had to deal with last year, what was the issue, but everybody was hurt. Mm-hmm. And then they they tried to boycott. You can't forget about the, the East Coast trip to, to New Jersey when they had to play the, the Jets and the Giants because the turf was fucked up. Oh yeah, that's right. And they—that's when everybody started getting hurt, and then they never wanted to play. They had to play back-to-back weeks there. They didn't want to play the second week in yeah. in New Jersey. So therefore, that started all type of, you know, badass stories to where the team was getting hurt. But doesn't that show like a sign of? I mean, obviously people getting hurt's an issue, but if they're sitting there saying, "Look, we don't want to play," and they're kind of being a little bit of a crybaby about it, it kind of shows a little bit of mental weakness. So, like, if things aren't going your way, you're going to crash? Um, who knows? That might be... That, to me, that's what that sounds like. And that might be what gets them to eight or nine wins. I know, and that's what's so weird about this fucking team. I'm over here going, man, I can see them win the division. And then I can also see them drafting in the, in the top ten. Which is bad. Yeah. Because you can see that, but... I don't... I think Jimmy G has something to prove. Well, I guess, no, they wouldn't be drafting the top ten because they fucking got rid of that draft pick. Yeah. Because they gave up the two ones. Yeah. So yeah. So even if they're, if they boy they better be fucking good. It, and that's where it's like Jimmy G has something to prove. He's gonna have to because if he doesn't stay in San Fran, they already know who their guy is. Mm-hmm. It's just what are you gonna do? So that's where he he's he's gonna step up to the challenge. He gonna he gonna do something. All right. So what is in your mind best case scenario, worst case scenario for San Fran? Yes. Uh, as of records? Yeah, what's, what's their okay. best scenario? What, what do you think their best case uh, scenario record is versus the worst case scenario record? Okay, best case scenario, they're going 13-4. and four. Wow. Okay. Um, worst case scenario, 9-8. Mm, and eight. I'm thinking best case scenario, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, 5 or 6. I feel like they are just that wide on the spectrum. Nah, I can't. I can't give them. Uh, I can't go that low on them. I feel I like can. I just, it's I'm fully confident. I think their thing was them being hurt. Like that's it literally. I think that's what 
their issue was. Like, when the Bills played them last year for Monday night, I had that, like, that game was circled. Like, day one of the season, I was like, oh, shit, we got to play 49ers. Like, this game is going to be great. Everybody was hurt. Mm-hmm. We won by, like, two or three touchdowns. Like, mm-hmm. of course we should have won. Everybody was hurt. But I don't think that's going to be the same as last year for this year. Yeah, I don't either. All right, now on to the team that I think has the ability to challenge for an NFC championship. I don't think they'll get there, but I think they do have the ability to challenge, assuming a whole lot of things. This is a team that if everything goes right, they're going to be very, very good. The Los Angeles Rams. Yes. Formerly known as the St. Louis Rams. Formerly of the L.A. Rams. A.K.A. my friend Morgan's favorite team. Shout out to Morgan. Shout out Morgan. What up? <laughs> uh, don't get mad if I say something mean. Oh, uh, I don't get that text message now. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun on your trip, by the way. All right. So they uh, jettisoned Jared Goff, rightfully so. He was fuck awful. Wow. The uh, there you go, right there, right off it. Um, Jared Goff. This was the best thing they could do. It really was. Now, here's the thing. If Matthew Stafford stays healthy, upright, and just doesn't have some of those mental breakdowns that he is prone to have, they are going to be fucking good because they're going to score a lot. The flip side is Matthew Stafford is not scared to go Matthew Stafford and throw away a game. He was Jameis Winston before there was a Jameis Winston. He's the anomaly. He you can really he, hate Jameis. It's not hating Jameis. It's what he is. Oh, God. That is what he is. He's an anomaly. He's huge talent with a huge arm, but he'll throw 30 touchdowns and he'll throw 30 picks. Now, Matthew Stafford's never thrown 30 picks in a season, but I'm just saying he will do something like that. Mm-hmm. And the first to second quarter, you'll go, God damn, he's got 200 passing or He's got 250 passing yards. He's got three touchdowns. You know, he's completed, you know, 15 of 17, like, you know, looking unbelievable. Yeah. Come out in the second half, he had a few shots, and comes out after one beer bong at halftime, and my man is three for 14, three interceptions, and you're like, what? who the fuck is this guy? I, okay. But that's what I it mean, is. And his best years, his best years were when Megatron's prime. Yep, yep. Understandably so. Yep. He's had zero help around him. He has all the fucking talent in the world. I am. A, I do like Matthew Stafford. I'm telling you, I, 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 like I said yeah. last episode, I was a Georgia fan at one point in time. Yep. And he was there, and I was watching, and he was like, he had me in awe. So, I like, believe oh, in him. Oh, fuck, he lost no, the Gators no, no. again? No, 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 and like, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> in awe at like, oh shit, this guy's, this guy's fucking good. No, he is. So, Stafford's legit. You know, when you think about it, and they just picked up Sony Michelle this week mm-hmm. off of a trade, so he'll have a running back out of the backfield with, you know, somebody that can't catch for him because Cam Akers is out. Yeah, but I think Cam Akers going down is going to be a problem for them. I do. It will. You can't ask Matt. And do you see in any scenario, Sony, because I don't, Sony Michelle coming out and rushing for 1,200, yards? Fuck no. No, because that's so not... So that means you're going to... Right, so you're going to rely on Matt Stafford. That offensive line, now let's be really honest right now, Morgan, I don't want to hear it, 
that offensive line ain't very good. It's it, not. It might not, but who knows? Yeah, we, that offensive still, line is shit. They still got... And outside know, of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, that defense has fucking nine holes. It's just, that's what it is. <laughs> it is. You might, you might be right. You might be right. Like, don't get me wrong. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, legit. They're, that's hey, that's hey, big boy talent. Those guys. Adding Deshaun, or, uh, Deshaun Jackson to come out of the slot, that's fucking legit. That's good. That is true. And he's somebody who can take the top off the defense. He's also going to he's gonna loosen the coverage on the outside because they're going to be worried about getting beat over top. I don't so, know. I feel like we're kind of underestimating the Rams right no, now. No, I'm, like, I'm actually giving them props. Yeah, I'm yeah, for sure. Them. No, I'm talking about, like, not giving them enough love. Like, I feel like they can do it. They can be the dark horse in their, in their division to actually win the division. You can't be a dark horse when you're the fa- one of the favorite when you're like the favorite to win the division. That's not a dark horse. How? Every, the dark horse I, I would be the Cardinals. Like... When you're the nah. underdog, that's a dark horse. A dark horse is the people you don't see coming. It's a dark horse. You just said they got nine holes on their defense. Oh, yeah, that's is. kind of a dark horse to me. No. Because not... everybody else's defense is a lot more complete. Besides mm. Seattle. But are they? Yeah. That 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 Arizona defense is scary. That Arizona defense has a chance to be good. We don't know if they're good. No, they're good. Those, Seattle's those defense. Good. Seattle's defense is questionable at best. Yeah. San Francisco is going to have to have everything go right, and they'll be. I, still, I think even in a shitty year, San Francisco's defense is still going to be like a top twelve defense, anyways. So they do have a good defense, but if anything falls apart, even slightly, they're in my opinion they're mentally weak. That team goes down the hole. I got the Rams could easily run away with this division. They could. Yeah. Because they have the talent to. It's just, when I say they're going to have to run away from it, they're going to have to run it up. Like, 35 points a game up. And they, they can do that with the quarterback that they have and everything. I feel like they can do it. That's why I feel like I may be underestimating them, not thinking that they can do what they can do. Yeah. But we just, I don't know. We just gotta like, and Darius Williams, Darius Williams is pretty good, too. Like, so I guess technically... Oh, guys, I'm knocking shit over. If y'all heard that, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so really, they have three guys that... I mean, you have Aaron Donald, who's a fucking generational talent. You got Jalen Ramsey, who I'd probably term him as the generational corner, too. He's pretty fucking good. Um, then you got uh, Darius on the other side. Not generational by any means, but he is very... He's, he's a strong second corner. Yeah. Um, so I'll give him that, even. How about that? So we'll give him that. They got two good corners. They got obviously Donald. It's just on offense. Can that line hold up and keep Matthew Stafford upright? And also, does the injury bug get a hold of him again? That dude is just—he gets wild injuries too. Nah. He really does. Every year, there's something with him. Carson Wentz gets wild injuries. I almost said something that would have got us in trouble with the sponsors. Like, it was coming, and I stopped myself. Huh? Good. Like, I dump buttoned Good. myself. Don't fuck the bag up, right? Yep. Don't fuck uh, the bag I up. literally dump buttoned my own self right there. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just, I don't know, man. I think the Rams, I think, I see the Rams winning the division, and I see them being very good. Mm-hmm. I just think things that have to break a certain way for them, too. It could. Because the team that I think honestly could win this division... And if someone told me, they'd go, oh, the Cardinals won the division. I'd look at that and go, really? Oh, but you know what? Yeah, I can see that. I can see it, yeah. And, like, I just I don't see Seattle winning it. I just don't. 
I think San Francisco, depending on which San Francisco we got, they can win the division. And that's then, well, depending why, on which Rams I, we get, I think they I can win the division. I see them at 13 and 4. So, uh, yeah, but the, I don't think the division winner gets the 13 wins in this division. I think the division winner in this, this is like one of those divisions because they're going to beat each other up. They are. They do have some tough games throughout the year. Like, you're not shocked if this division has a 10-win division winner. You're not really surprised by it. Or, no, not at all. So, and that's what I see out of this division. It's just which one of these three can get to it. Um, I think the Rams have a ton of talent. I think they're absolutely loaded on offense, at least at the wide receiver position. Um, and I think they they are infinitely better at quarterback, which is a huge deal. They were literally having to explain to the kid, Jared Goff, where to throw the football while calling a play. Listen, That is some shit I have never heard of. A coach in the <laughs> NFL is having to explain to his quarterback, his pro quarterback, hey, listen, this is the play. Look for this guy. He'll be the one that's open. He was scheming... He was scheming receivers open. There's only a few coaches in the NFL who can scheme a receiver open. You know, a quarterback can throw a receiver open. You see that stuff with Tom Brady all the time. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning was the fucking king at that. You throw the receiver open. Ja- or Jared Goff was having to be told, hey, listen, this is the play. When the receiver breaks, put the ball here. He'll be open. That's, don't and don't throw it anywhere else. And if you know, if you go back and watch him throw during the year that he was decent, watch his progressions. You rarely see him go off of his progression. Rarely, like you never see him progress down. This is my one, two, three, four option. Uh-huh. You never saw that. He might look off a safety or something like that and come back over the middle. He would do that some. Yeah. But most of the time, if you looked at them that year when when they were truly good, uh-huh. at his year. Watch how they play. Go back and just watch, watch a, even a highlight reel of his best throws. Yeah. He is locked on. He's listening to the play. Sean McVay saying, hey, you know, your Z receiver is going to be open here. Throw it when he breaks. Okay. And that was it. That was their playbook. Okay. So. And you've had guys come out and talk about that, too. Which is weird. But So him and, like, Sean the, Payton are the guys that can scheme people open. So Sean McVay now has a quarterback who's – legitimately good enough to play. So that's why why I think that team could be really good. The flip side, they don't have an offensive line. Matthew Stafford is getting older. Mm -hmm. You don't know if he's going to be able to hold up. The defense could get absolutely slaughtered on certain weeks. So if they don't score 35, they're done. So And that's why I'm going to go on the limb right here and the Arizona Cardinals win the NFC West. Boom! I did it. Funny, because like I said yesterday, I've been looking at the Madden 22 simulations. Oh, all right. Oh, tell me if I'm right. Am I right? Did Madden say I'm right? Madden says you're right. Oh! That's two two nights in a row? Yeah! Think about... Who did you say was going to win the AFC North? Uh, the Browns. Yeah. there. But it's a three-way tie with them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, so, right now, the NFC West... The number one team, you said the Cardinals, uh-huh. their record is 13-4. and four. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Damn. And then number two is Seattle, uh-huh. 9-8. and eight. Okay. And uh, L.A. and San Fran are tied with 7-4. and four. I'm just I mean, throwing it out and there, seven man. 7-10. Hey, if Madden needs some help, EA, I'm right here, bro. I got y'all. 
Of course you don't. Yep, I got him. All right, so now that we're there, um, I hope we didn't shock anybody. I don't feel like we really shocked anybody. I don't feel like there's no crazy takes. No. So y'all be hitting me up with some crazy message y'all been hitting me up with here recently. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, move on to the AFC West. I'm going to be honest. The reason why we're doing two divisions in one night is because the, AS, the AFC West is uh, the Chiefs, 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 Chargers. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, that. there's just no other way around that. It's what it is. You have the best player in the world, Patrick Mahomes. The $500 million dollar man. Yeah, the $500 million dollar man. You got Tyreek. You got... Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> You got uh, Clyde or, or Clyde Ed- uh, Edwards I, I Hilaire. Fucking butchered that name. <laughs> Edwards I told Hilaire. Nike that's my job to do that shit the other night. Like I ain't shitting y'all. That I butcher everybody's name. Jesus. Um, I think the Broncos could be interesting. Um, with Teddy at quarterback, I think they win. <coughs> excuse me. I think they win more games. Who do you think starts at running back? Oh, I don't know. I have no clue. Are they gonna do a committee? I was reading. Are they gonna be like doing like the whole like one two no step idea. thing like Sierra? Da 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 one two step. <laughs> How's that song go? Something about a one two step. Oh my gosh! The Raiders has have Josh Jacobs at running back. Yeah, this is wild. The biggest thing I think about with the Raiders is I just want I want to see John Gruden do well because I like John Gruden. Who, how can you not like Like, John outside Gruden? of that, I'm like, fuck the Raiders. <laughs> That's how I feel, and I'm sorry, Vegas. Don't be mad at me. We actually have quite a few listeners in Vegas. Shout out to y'all. I'm sorry, y'all football team, I just said that, but fuck the Raiders. <laughs> All like, that shit they taught going in the Super Bowl back in the day. How'd that work out for y'all? I like Al Davis. He's cool. <laughs> R.I.P., bro. <laughs> um, but uh, just win, baby. Uh... But yeah, man, it's just it's the Chiefs. There's there's really nothing more to say. How many games? Here's my question to it: How many games did the Chiefs win it by? Like that's to me is the most interesting thing. If I was to bet this, what's the over under of how many games the Chiefs won by? Are you looking at the Madden simulator right now? Yep. All right, want me to take a shot at it? Yep. The Chiefs win. They go fourteen and three, and they win the division by. Four games. Hmm. Uh, how close am I? Okay. What Madden says. Okay. I can't believe we're looking up a Madden simulator. Hey, simulator. I look at the Madden simulators every year. Oh, is that how you do your football pool picks? No, I don't, uh-huh. Brett. But Madden does do a football pool I pick know, every do. Sunday like that. Um, what they say is the Chiefs will be 15-2. and two. The Raiders will be second. And it's six games. What? Yep. The Raiders at night, uh, nine and eight. Ooh, I don't know if I jump on that one. I don't know if I feel that good about it. No, I don't. Listen, this is the, the AFC East is fucking wild as well. Like I don't. We'll get to them later. Yeah, but the simple fact that they have the best record out of the entire NFL, and the next team that is next to them isn't even in the AFC. Well, yeah, it'd be the Bucks, I'm assuming. Yep, and then the Cardinals, and then yeah. after that, it's downhill for The everybody. Cardinals have a very workable schedule. That's yeah. that's part of why I picked them. But yeah, I just don't see... Uh, um, I actually, I'm excited for Teddy Bridgewater. I think the Broncos, when they wear the oranges, have one of the coolest uniforms in the league when they wear the orange. Um, love that. 
The Chargers Baby Blues are fucking fire. Um, yeah. Justin Herbert, I think, needs help, and he is a LT legit to look stud. He is a legit stud who everybody should be looking out for. Um, Keenan Allen is going to catch mad he, he, passes. He is, but he needs he needs more help. He does. Yeah, he needs more he help. He does. Um, and then, you know, that's it. Like, the Raiders, you're, you look at the Raiders, and it's like, okay, y'all have a, you know, loud coach. Derek Carr is kind of funny when he comes out with his fucking comments. Um, <laughs> you know, they're solid at the tight end position. But then I just look at that team and I go, nah, I see an 8-9 to nine win team. I'm just like, nah. Because you know the Chiefs are going to win at least 12-13 to 13 on, you know, assuming Patrick Mahomes doesn't go down. They're winning a minimum of 12 games, I guarantee it, because he wins 12 games by himself, basically. He's worth 12 wins. Okay, so do they sweep the entire division? I think they do, because I know the Raiders got him last year. Yeah. I think... See, here's where I'm a little bit torn to where I want to say... I'm going to say yes. Do you ever notice how, like, the teams that lose the Super Bowl the next year come out with, like, that haze? That Super Bowl hangover, as they call it? Mm Mm-hmm. What if that were to hit the Chiefs? What would that Super Bowl hangover look like, I wonder? Because to me, a Super Bowl hangover for them is like 11 or 12 wins still. For sure. And we Because the division is just not very good. And to be honest, that's, that's literally... Uh, that's, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because I'm stuck. I'm, I'm where you are right now. Like... The Chiefs could be excellent, like fucking great. Mm-hmm. But if they have an off year, eleven to twelve wins seem like they're but, off year, and, and they're weird. still winning the division. And it's weird. Yeah. So honestly, I, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna say this now. I don't think they have an off year. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb right here, on a thin thin branch, and they say the Kansas City Chiefs win the division. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's just that's the AFC West. That's the scenario they're in. That's where they're at currently in this world. I just don't see any other scenario uh, happening. I just don't. I mean, do you? No. Is there a way that another team wins that division? No. You don't think there's any? There's no path for another team. What about the, the Chargers? Chargers? What about Herbert? Like he, he just Char- happens believe, to go. I believe he just Herbert. happens to go fucking nuts. And and do you think he could do it? Uh, Herbert is a hell of a fucking player. Will he be able to do it by himself? No. Like, you got to understand, Pat has an entire offense over there. He has fast-ass wide receivers. He has a tight end that is a big-ass security blanket. They revamped their offensive line. He has a wild-ass running back. Should I stop? Like at that point, yeah. like, like, what can we say? I don't know. Like, there's nothing more to say. It's just what it is. All right, guys. So that's what we got for the NFC uh, West and the AFC West. Uh, I feel like with the uh, AFC West, you're just there's just there's no limb to go out on, and it's just Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. I do want to touch on this real quick. Um, I'm seeing this is just coming out right now as we're doing the podcast, so I guess it's safe for me to say it. Real Madrid and PSG are basically, they've come to a close agreement on a $212 million transfer fee for Kylian Mbappe. 
$212 million just to be allowed to talk to the dude to get him to sign his contract. So PSG is about to collect $212 million from Real Madrid, and then Real Madrid is going to have to pay him probably the largest contract we've ever seen in soccer on top of it. That is fucking crazy. And then you got Barcelona over here who's just fucking broker than the dude on the corner. Having to fucking lose Messi and everything else. That is, it's a lot of money. And if I'm Mbappe, I'm kind of questioning, like, why? Why Real Madrid? And I understand the prestige, I understand the league, and I know you're not a huge soccer person. So. Oh, I'm learning. Go okay, ahead. so Real Madrid, huge history. Yeah. I get it. But they're kind of rebuilding right now, too. Kylian Mbappe could have got that money from United. They could have got it from Manchester City. Where he could come into the biggest league in the world mm-hmm. and truly challenge himself and show that he is the absolute best player in the world. Going to Real Madrid, you're going to have a down Barcelona. Atlantica's not that great. Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like he's stepping out the challenge himself. Now, it might be like his boyhood dream play for Real Madrid. That's how some of these guys are. Um, the talents there, he is one of the best players in the world, so there's no really doubting that. Um, I guess I'm just kind of let down because I wanted to see him in the EPL, especially at this younger age, and see what he could do. Like, I was excited about that, so I guess he swooped in. Real's gonna get that guy. However, the next soccer news I have, as a Manchester United fan, I am pissed the fuck off. Cristiano Ronaldo is looking to have a deal closed to move from Juventus to Manchester City. Yeah, I saw And that, that is... wonder how you was going to felt. Like a legendary no-no for a, a, a legendary United player. So... I This is like... So, okay. If he goes, Robin Van Persie... Does I have to hate him? Yeah. Um, which is weird because I don't hate him. Like, I, I've always... Whenever he talks about like Messi and Ronaldo, I show both of them respect. I'm a big Cristiano guy. I'm a big CR7 guy. Um, obviously, with him being at United, I'm partial. Um, him going to City would completely shit on that, and I would never have any scenario of me cheering for him ever again. That is no different than if Messi were to go to Real Madrid. That is... It is so much more than people will try to compare to where I saw. Like, well, Robin Van Persie went from Arsenal to Man United. But Arsenal and Man United aren't, like, they're rivals, but they're not, like, truly heated, hated rivals. Okay, like, so this, this is not what it is. It's not like, a, like this the is, Yankees and the Dead Sox. No, this is, like, this is, let's see here. This is Derek Jeter going to the Red Sox. Ew. That's the equivalent. Okay, did you listen? So now that you say that, that's the equivalent of it. Now that you say that, um, I want to say, was it Derek Jeter or was it A Rod? I can't even fucking remember. You know, A Rod almost went to the Red Sox. I know. Like he was actually that was a thing. Yeah, papers were signed. They were waiting on the commissioner's signature or something like that. And I forgot what he said that broke down on it, but uh, ended up staying in New York because uh. I think it was A-Rod, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a Field of Dreams commercial, and Big Poppy and A-Rod walk out of the cornfields. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, man, you know, you want to wanna play a game of catch? Want to warm up the arms? <laughs> and Big <laughs> Poppy was, was like, he was like, come on now. Uh-huh. I'm still I'm still a Red Sox, and you're, you're still a Yankee. That's Get right. Get away from me. 
I'm like, wow, like that. That is always going to be around. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. But you know what? But it's, just, it's that, those are the rivalries I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. for American sports fans who don't follow that, that's the equivalent. Derek Jeter leaving the Yankees and saying, "I want to go play for Boston. Sell me to Boston." That's that equivalent. Um, for Cristiano going to Man City. Everybody and their brother has been saying for forever that he wants to come to United. They were saying United was open to it. I don't know how this broke down. I don't know if it's because United got Sancho and he didn't want to compete for playing time. Because once, because that is one thing, I guess, when they come back and, and, and Marcus Rashford's healthy, you know, Cristiano, as much as he is one of the best players in the world, he's getting older. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's not going to compete for playing time, but he's probably looking over his shoulder after next year. And probably at Man City, he doesn't really feel that way. Like, he knows Pep's going to do his thing. So, which that's another, that was another big thing. Pep Guardiola, one of the greatest managers ever, has decided he's tired of coaching at Manchester City. At 2023, he's going to step down, like he's already just letting the world be known. And then his next thing he wants to do, because he's done everything else in soccer, he wants to coach a national team now. And I am screaming, USA. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, fucking screaming. I'm going with this, because. Jeez. As much as I love what the Americans do, by the way, that roster the Americans came just uh, they released it today. Uh, the World Cup roster is out uh, for everybody who's getting ready for the World Cup qualifiers uh, starting here. Actually, really coming around the corner. Um, let me tell you what the U.S. team is low fucking did loaded, and I am so excited. This team is not only going to make the World Cup because they got dusted out of it, you know, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. This team is about to make some fucking noise. They're about to define, let's get ready to rumble. This team is not scared. Their big boy players are already playing in Europe and playing in big games every single week. Some of the biggest clubs in the world are having American starters on it. We have never been able to say that before outside of two players. Maybe, well, three technically. Three players we can say that they were playing on big boy teams and big boy games. Okay. Now, up and down our roster, we have it. The American soccer academies that have come along over the last, you know, 12, 10, 12 years or so, has done something. And it keeps doing it. Because it's churning out the Christian Pulisics of the world. It's churning out the Weston McKinney's of the world. It's churning out the Tyler Adams. It's churning out uh, the Fuentes's. And it just, just stud after stud after stud after stud. The Josh Sargent's. Um, and the Sergino Dest. All these kids are coming through the system right now. Every one of them are like 24 and under. Okay. So when the World Cup comes next year, our best players are all 25 and under. So we might not be the oldest players, but we fuck sure are going to have the lively players. Oh, so we're going to have the opposite of what the Lakers have. Yes. We went okay. the opposite direction with that. <laughs> like, all our guys are still... Full blown in the, in the prime of their skills. <coughs> um, so, if you are a U.S. soccer fan, or you ever wanted to get into U.S. soccer, this is it. This is the time. Okay. We have won. We won two titles over the summer as a national team. We won gold in the Gold Cup. We won gold in the uh, Nations League. Uh, that is off the fucking chain. Um, and now we're about to go in the World Cup qualifying on absolute fire. We are clicking, we are scoring goals, we are stopping people from scoring goals, and the talent pool is ridiculously deep. I mean, deep as fuck. 
because I'm not even including guys like Daryl DK for Orlando City, who might be one of the most devastating scorers that we have a chance to see if he fully develops. He is big, he is strong, he can kick the shit out of the ball, and there is not a single defender in the world that wants to body that dude for 90 minutes. He's just that big and strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so the U.S. soccer team is about to make some noise. There's a reason they bumped into number 10 in the country, or number 10 in the world. Don't be shocked if they're looking at number 7 by the time the tournament starts, even maybe a little higher. And don't be shocked you see that run because if they're staying that high, they're staying those that high in the rankings. That means there's a real good shot they don't get matched up with another top ten team. And if they do, it's only going to be one top ten team. So in the group stages, the top two teams move on. Okay. So there's a real good shot once they do make it, they're that high in the rankings. They're going to move on right away. There's no like you're not in a scenario of going fuck. I'm in the group of death. You're not looking at that. Okay. Um. So that is something to really look forward to. We should really be proud of as a country because they've come a long way. Those boys are busting their ass, and those kids are bad fucking ass. So if you're ready to get into some soccer, especially American soccer, get behind your country, you get behind your flag, you get behind your players, and guys, you start chanting, I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Don't be scared of it. Just kind of go at it. Just Speaking just of Daryl DK with the U.S. soccer, um, so my boy, there is a rumor coming out, and I've actually seen it now multiple times over the past two days, that Leeds United is trying to swoop in on him. I'm going to be honest. I want him to move on for the sake of himself. I want him to stay for me being selfish because I want to keep watching him. But please, if you leave, don't go to Leeds. Cause like, <laughs> please don't. That's like an old-school United rival, too. I'm going to have to deal with Ronaldo at Man City. My boy DK at Leeds, like my heart will be hurting, hurting. I already got to deal with Christian Pulisic at Chelsea, and I don't handle that well at times. Like that hurts my feelings. So uh, come on, guys, please. Some of you American guys, some of the players, like please go somewhere. I want you to go. That's just for me, from the bottom of my heart, please. Guys, this is the end of the show. We have tomorrow. We have a special guest coming on. There's going to be a lot of shit talking that ends up going on. For sure. Um, the Mandingo himself will be here. I'm not calling him that. Mandingo, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm a poet now. That's great. I always said the show wouldn't go off the rails two days in a row, and here we go. <laughs> You're a poet and you know. That's right. So uh, we're looking forward to having you. We're going to be talking a lot of shit. I'm sure we'll talk Yankees baseball, we'll talk Rays, and how the Yankees are the Rays' little brother now. We're going to talk Bucks, we'll talk Colts, we'll talk Bills, we'll talk shit. And that's probably going to be the show tomorrow. For sure. That's really where it's going to be at, guys. We're going to try to have a good time, try to make sure you all have a good time. As for now, we are out. Peace.